0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com
1: and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them,
0: Cowboys? Yeah!
1: This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Uh, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Buried, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it
0: in the touchdown. And now your hosts,
1: Isaiah Standback. It is a Friday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. As we're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco, we've got Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stamback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeomans here for the next 45 minutes as we continue to break down the 31-29 loss. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Dallas Cowboys to kick off not only the Cowboys regular season, but the NFL regular season. There was some good, there was some bad, and we're going to hit all of it and in between here over the course of this show. But glad you're with us here early in the morning. 9 a.m. Central Time is when we'll get kicked off for the rest of the season, and we will be on every weekday from here on out, which is a lot of fun to have on DallasCowboys.com. Shake and bake, shake it, free oh, bake it. We are back, but. Rob Phillips, I'm going to let you start things off. 31-29, it was an instant classic that just came up short for the Cowboys overall last night.
0: The NFL knew what they were doing when they made this matchup. They they knew about the talent on on both sides, and I know we've 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 dissected this team throughout preseason and and there's some spots where they're not deep, but at the top of their roster, they've got some big-time talent, especially on offense, that can match Tom Brady, and this defending champion, Bucks team, and they did it. You know, they, they, they got right to the edge. And, man, that game reminded me – I'm sorry to bring the room down, heck – but it reminded me of that divisional playoff game against Green Bay in 2016. Oh. Dak's rookie year. Oh. He's going
2: toe-for-toe toe with a legend. The Bryant. Yep. Take my heart out one more time, uh, why don't you? Is that one?
0: No. no? De- that's yeah. not the Dez game. That's not, not the Dez. game. game? Okay. The, yeah, no. sorry. Oh, that's the Packer game. Yeah. yeah. He Packer goes to,
2: playoff game here at home.
0: Yeah, he goes toe-to-toe with a legend, and not only is there's another play where you think you got a strip sack on the, on the quarterback. Oh, god! I don't know how the hell that didn't happen for Doran Armstrong earlier in the game. Jeff Heath against the Packers back then, but you leave just a little bit too much time for Tom Brady, and he gets it done. Hmm. I'm ticked off this morning. I'm so happy
2: everybody else is in a good mood. I, I, I felt that when I walked <laughs> yeah, in this morning. Heck, I didn't even speak to you. You didn't. Yeah, so I'm telling that was you, this a, is a hard one. This is a tough one. And, and when you say the NFL knew what they were doing, I think the NFL tried to offer us up to Tampa, and they didn't recognize that the Cowboys were coming to town. And a lot of those questions were going to get answered that we didn't know from the preseason going into the regular season. And I think we realized that, Man, all this talk about Dak and his shoulder <laughs> was because they were going to unveil the Hollister uh, on Thursday night and he was going to have an opportunity to throw it all over the park. You know, the one thing that really just disappointed me was the fact that we did not at all uh, stay with the running game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to point that out. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about last night that really was uh, – I, man, I was – like, what, what's, what's at the end of this first half, I kept saying to myself, Are we literally just going to abandon the run for the rest of the game? But, you know, again, it was a great matchup, and you're absolutely right. The NFL put together a spectacular first night of action and couldn't be more happy about the production
3: of the NFL last night. But not the outcome. I think last night was positive. I think last night was positive. And I, that's why I'm not coming, in, being Debbie Downer. That's why I'm not coming in here sulking with my head down and feeling sorry for myself. Last night was a positive thing. You just faced the world champions who brought back completely their entire roster and added more depth to that roster. And they had all their firepower ready for you. And you went toe-to-toe with them last night. You didn't get beat. You lost the game. You did not get beat. You lost that game because you had opportunities to take advantage of that you did not. We missed field goals. Mm-hmm. We missed big plays. We gave up big plays, right? There was coverage, we had blown coverage uh, assignments. We had bad matchups that we should have never been in D Law versus Grand Cavs. There's a lot of things in there that we, that we had plenty of opportunities to win this game and we didn't do it. So we lost the game, right? We gave it away. And the fact that you can walk it out of this game, for the most part, healthy as far as I know, right? Michael Gallup's really. Gallup's, yeah. Guy. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll be okay. Yeah. Right. So we walked out of this game pretty healthy, and we know that we went toe to toe with the complete champions, the undoubted champions in this league. Aside from you know them and Kansas City, those are the two dogs in this league that everybody has to be fearful of. And you know that you gave it away. You should be feeling real good about where you're at right now. Oh, and by the way, your first-round draft pick is a dog.
1: <laughs> Micah Parsons was was all over the place. There were some lapses there, and he looked lost at times. But you're right. Uh, there's no such thing as a moral, there's no victory moral victory no, in the NFL, but there are positives you can take out of a loss. And there were plenty of top positives, and uh, one of those was, was Dak Prescott. I mean, you look at the way that he threw the football around. 42 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns, but I kind of want to keep that In mind, when talking about Heckma's point and abandoning the run, we saw that early. There were six rushing attempts in the first half. There were 18 total for the game. Why was that the case, and is that something we can expect moving forward with Kellen Moore in this offense?
2: Well, look, I I don't want that to be the case because of what you're paying Ezekiel Elliott. I think Kellen Moore was in a situation last night where the Tampa defense was loading the box. They were daring you the run. Vita Vey was a complete nightmare last night, and you have... McGovern who is who did a great job yeah, by the yeah. way but the interior of your offensive line was being tested i still think you have to make defenses be honest And the the Cowboys just said, well, okay, you're going to play it like this. What we're going to do is we're going to throw it all over the park. And Dak did a really good job of finding those mismatches in those coverages. Todd Bowles did a lot to try and confuse Dak Prescott, but that may have worked on a rookie quarterback. Mm -hmm. And Dak just did a really good job of manipulating the offense and getting those extra yards in the pass.
3: Yeah, in, in, in regards to the run, I think Kellen Moore has an attention attention span issue, right? Attention deficit when it comes to run. Um, he's comfortable with the pass. And he, he was in his bag. We said it in the post-game show mm-hmm. last night. Kellen Moore was in his bag. That boy came to play. I thought it was one of the best called games oh, I've seen from Kellen Moore. He did an amazing job from the, time, he, from, the, from the from the beginning snap all the way to the end. He came out with great formations, great shifts, motions. He, we did a lot of 12 personnel. We talked about that this offseason, right? A lot of 12 personnel because we have two guys that can go out there and make it happen, not only to give us opportunity to run the ball, but to pass the ball. And we just abandoned the run. You know, to your point, we abandoned the run. We talked about it on this show last week. You're not getting anything up up front, up the middle. It's a wasted play. I said that, right? It's a wasted doggone play. So when we ran outside, guess what? Zeke stretched, 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 stretch. He put his foot in the ground, and you saw the work he put in this offseason yeah. and his explosiveness. You saw him put his foot in the ground, get three, four, five yards at a pop. A pop right? We saw Pollard, in an incorporation a of Pollard, being able to get the ball in his hands, getting him moving. And then what happened? Kellen Moore, the ADD, came in, and he said, I'm just going to throw the ball. It's not that we couldn't run the ball. It's that we abandoned it.
0: Yeah, and I think one thing that the way the game has changed, too, it, the short passing game can function as a supplement a running to game. the run game. And, and they tried to do that, and they really tried to attack the edges because, like it's you the said, had, you they didn't want to run into a brick wall. And, and and the thing about this Cowboys offensive line, they're still very talented, but they're, they were young up the middle last night on the interior. And when they have been – a great running team the last few years. They had Travis Frederick at center, they had Zach Martin at right guard. Zach obviously did not play in this game because of COVID, and it was just a different a different game for them. I honestly I thought both teams saw the same game offensively. Yeah. They they saw matchups on the outside mm-hmm. that they loved. We'll get into Tom Brady what he saw on the outside mm. and you know when Sean Murphy Bunting went down for Tampa they looked and, and load, yeah, and they see the box loaded. And said, "Look, we love our receivers. Absolutely. We love these matchups." Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you. Like you don't want to. was it? Fifty-eight pass. Fifty-eight pass attempts. I mean, that's that tied his career high for Dak. That's that is too much. Um, but they found other ways to try to mimic the the run game with some short passing game. And Hey, we saw some two-back sets with Tony Pollard in there, too. Based on this game, Tony Pollard's going to get a lot more run than he did last year.
2: And I believe he should, and I I think he's a difference maker. And then you look around the NFL, a lot of teams have that thunder and lightning set from their running backs. Um, But going back to what you said about the tight ends and 12 personnel, yeah, use 12 personnel when you have tight ends that can block. You know, I, I think our tight ends, if you just spot like that, I think Jarwin did a, uh, a, a kind shot. of me- mediocre job in blocking. And it, I was uh, about to say, can they block? Because uh, but that's what I'm saying. Blake but Jarwin missed the but touchdown. I, you, when you complement the formation, is Correct. what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I think that adds a different wrinkle when you have guys that can actually block and get you that extra. So, look, that was the main thing for me. That was, you know, when I when I looked back, looked at the game again last night, I was like, man, we missed some opportunities, especially Absolutely. in one-on-one match the the option route down there the, the flip out to, to Zeke where Jarwin all we need you to do is get that block man and, and Zeke you gotta win that one on you gotta if you're one-on-one in space you gotta win that matchup
0: that I mean it comes down to the red zone again like they they still miss their opportunities yeah. in the red zone as good as they've been moving the ball but I, I just looked at the the rushing stats real quick for Tampa Leonard Fournette had nine carries Tampa had 14 carries total in the game. Cowboys actually had 18 carries if you factored four rushes by Dak. So it was just kind of that kind of game. Yep. And honestly, the league is is headed that way too, yes. where it's 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 turning into a track meet when you, especially when you have two great quarterbacks. Yep. And after this performance, I think Dak's in that category for people that don't. Be. For people that don't think he is, he's in that. Top tier of quarterbacks at this point in the NFL, I think. No doubt. I mean, that was a gutsy game from Dak Prescott, and then he's gonna have to be gutsy moving
1: forward. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but I, I want to go back to the missed opportunities. Mm. There were four points easy left mm-hmm. off the board, a PAT and a thirty one yard field goal that were missed. And Zerline took took blame for that mm-hmm. after the game. He was very upfront. He said, I can't miss kicks like that. I mean he made the big kicks. <laughs> made the big kicks, he missed those two, and that's four points off the board and <laughs> gosh, those four points would have been nice later on. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah, everybody's going to point to Zerline, right? You have one job to do, and that's to kick kick extra points and kick field goals. And yes, he he has to score. He has to make those. Um, um, Unfortunately, he didn't. Um, But that was not the only thing and no. only only opportunities that we had. C.D. Lamb had what two drops? Yep. Yeah. C.D. Lamb one had of them two. Turned him yeah, into one an, interception. Turned, exactly. So he had two big drops. Um, you know, there were some other pass completions that were still left on the left on the, on, the, on the table out there, and I think that was in regards to, to Dak and his hesitation to really try to drive the ball in there. His timing was off in that first half, and, and we had a lot of opportunities there. So it it was a collective effort in terms of opportunities. <laughs> um, it. Everybody's gonna point the finger as Zerline, airline and I get it. I get it but don't be a, don't be just a fan, be an analyst for a second and look at it and say there's a lot of other things that we could have yes. done that would have kept us out of the position to where we needed those four points. So I'm gonna be a complete fan here so it doesn't matter. Uh, because
2: <laughs> the the and I think the coach, coaches do that. You know, you shouldn't have to rely on a kicker to win you the game. But that's what they're there for. And a lot of times you drive the length of the field and you get close enough and you have a kicker that you understand can get you that. Mm
3: -hmm. A 37-yard field goal miss – Come on, you, come on, bro. No, eight, a
2: P-A-T. Eight, eight.
3: Excuse me. 30. Excuse yeah. me. Right. Hey. Minus hey. six. Hey, You'll get no argument from me over you know, here. He has P-A-T. to make those. He has to P-A-T. make those. Let's go back yeah. to the P-A-T. you got to get that. Yeah. I mean, these are things that are
2: differences in the game. And let's just talk about the fine points of coaching and just being able to make in-game adjustments, things like that. And that's when you look around the league, you look at coaching, and you can recognize those
3: coaches that make those adjustments mm-hmm. in-game. when we can't – I feel you, bro. I feel you. All I'm saying is, just to address that question, it's not. It wasn't just Zerline. We needed those points, and he should have had those points. Let's put that those on the table. Those guys battled. They, they. Everybody battled, but there were other opportunities. There were. There um, were plenty of other opportunities that put us in a bad position. That's all I'm saying. It was not solely him. Should he do his job? Absolutely. But that's not the only person
0: who did not accomplish what they needed to take care of. I mean, I didn't expect him to miss a 31-yarder. No, bit. heck but, no. But, but I mean, rust or whatever. It seemed like at some kind of technical issue because he was pulling was, the ball. He was going left. Yeah. Uh, until if you miss you know, a 31, then you come back
2: and, and you you. Hit the uh, he, he going to a 60 after the guy just mixed the 31?
3: What, what else would you do in that situation?
2: Man, I, I don't know. I wouldn't pick, put the guy out there that just missed a 31-yard field goal to try and make a 60-yard field goal. you going to punt it? Man, you gonna, I'm not going to put that guy in
3: that situation. I don't. I don't fault them for that. For attempting that.
1: Yeah, I really don't either. I don't. I don't. It didn't turn up yeah. into points the other way, yeah. luckily, but it, it did give an opportunity for it to turn
0: into points it, the other way. Yeah, that was my issue with it. Yeah, I it, would say it, Tom Brady's only needs a couple first downs, and there you go.
2: So that's what we're yeah. talking about. We're so talking about what ifs and the narrative only, being written a whole. Ifs, the, but that's what your whole thesis is based off no. of a what if.
3: No, 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 no. My my, talk- my my thesis is on taking care of what you're responsible for doing. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't... Zerline did not take care of his job. But he did not. And there were other guys that didn't take care of their jobs. And because they didn't take care of their jobs, it gave the other team opportunities. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about what-if scenarios. I'm saying, CD should have caught those balls. Zerline should have made those field goals. Dax should have been on time with some of the passes. Should not if for Cousins. No, but I'm saying, but, they, but if, had they done what they were supposed to do, those were completions. That's okay. Y'all that's what on I'm the saying. Those are, okay. those, that's their job, right? You're talking okay. about Zerline. His job is to make field goals. Yeah. Dak's job is to throw the ball on time. CD's job is to catch the ball. Our job is to tackle. Our job on special teams is to not give up 30-yard freaking returns. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> nice. those are jobs. Yeah. That's what you're paid to do. And, they and, and, and unfortunately, there was a lot more than just those two kicks that guys did not complete their, complete their responsibilities.
0: Yeah. No, I'm just looking at the missed opportunities. And, and you miss, You mentioned, I think C, on the first drive, I think you, you could call it a drop by CD, but Dak kind of left it a little Ew. short. We, we mentioned the Zeke pitch out where they, they settled there in the red zone there. Uh, you know, you get an inter- interception at the Tampa Bay 21, you kick a field goal. I mean, those are the kind of things you look back and you're like, damn. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it is more mm-hmm. than the field goals for sure.
1: Yeah, and you can look at blown coverage on the defensive side of the football <sighs> on a couple of occasions. There are some veterans, I think, at the cornerback spot that you might <laughs> want to take a look at. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, but we're going to talk about that coming up later on. When we come back, how ex- how did Zach Prescott look in his return to action? His first game in 11 months, 333 days, put up 400-plus yards. What do we think about him and the offense in general when we return here with Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos.
3: So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more.
1: Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking
2: Cowboys.
1: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on talking Cowboys. We never took the, the the cam. That's okay.
3: It was good. It that's was okay. very good today. That's we got okay. a lot of sad faces around here. There's a lot to take away from this game. That's positive. People got to see the positive in every situation. Oh, yeah. A lot of positive yeah. to see. We, we again, we lost. We there. lost the game. We didn't get. We didn't get scraped up.
0: I think fans have to look at this game and be like, "This, this is gonna be a fun." Come year. on, man. Yeah. We stay, if we stay healthy, be excited with the offense we have, and maybe the defense continues to get better, and like. Uh, can I just say this real quick? Yep. the The, the weather was a factor, like mm-hmm. the the humidity. You saw post game, pre game, and the sweat. In, everybody sweat. Yeah. I mean, that you know, the Cowboys tried to mimic that out here, but the defensive line, they played every guy. I mean, even Bradley and I got ten snaps in the game. Yep. So I, I thought they fought defensively for what they had to deal with with the humidity and you know missing some key guys on offense. So
3: can, can I say something for everybody that feels feels really sorry and sad right now? TB twelve. I can say as a teammate, he doesn't blow smoke, right? When he's talking to the media, right? He'll he'll gas guys up just just sure. because that's the Bill Belichick, you know, New England Patriot way of doing things. But when he's interpersonally, he doesn't blow smoke. What did he say to Dak when they went to go shake hands? What did he say? You guys know what he said? Mm-hmm. He said, "We'll see you guys again." No, Tom Dak said. said
0: that. Tom said that to him. Yeah, Dak said that. Yeah, to yeah. Tom.
3: But, Tom, but Tom, guess what? Tom said it too. We'll see you guys again. That's a fact. Feel good about that. Heck Feel heck. good about that. <laughs> Tom spoke from that bro hey we're going to see you come on man we're talking about the we're talking about the greatest player of all time man, uh, we're talking about the greatest player of all time undisputed undisputed you, you, can, you have to you, you have to acknowledge that. the fact you have to yeah that's undisputed you have to acknowledge the fact that this dude respect be, he respected the performance they put out he knew they gave up opportunities that's good they gave up opportunities that allowed us to even have a chance to win the game 100% so let's 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 let's, let's be honest both teams had mistakes that they don't that they don't feel good about
2: yeah Tampa Bay ran the ball less than we did so Absolutely. i mean i'm looking at both yeah. of these teams on, and so it's not a glass half full kind no. of situation we had their ass Absolutely. Isaiah, we yeah. was about to beat them dog yeah. what you talking about you was about I to come
3: you. in here and you was about to have a long hey. face nope. and we had him no. and we left a minute no, no, no. and you don't see me with a long face on the board. You don't see me with Face. You don't think TB twelve was mad about Godwin dropping the touchdown? You don't think TB That's twelve was defense. mad? You don't think he was mad about freaking Fournette dropping a dog on easy pass that he caught in t- a, a two quarters later? You don't think he was mad about that tipped all interception? There was plays that they that had too defense. that that would have put them in a better situation that would have opened up
0: their lead. Oh, Cowboys plus three in the
3: turnover Come battle. on, you, you man. Can, What have can, we can, been
0: asking you, for, P? I know you could argue that they should have won this game comfortably, or at least by by a touchdown. We had we had two real
3: takeaways. We had two takeaways. We had two gifts. Two takeaways and yeah, two gifts. You're
0: right. There were two of them. Were there was two
3: takeaways. Mm-hmm. KZ had a, had a takeaway. D Law had a takeaway. Yeah. Both of those guys forced fumbles. The tip ball off Fournette. That's a gift. They fell it, it fell in. It fell. in your hands. Yes. Okay. The the hail mary interception. That's a gift. So we had two real takeaways. We had four turnovers. We'll take it however we get it. Don't don't get me don't get me wrong. But we took the ball away twice and we got the ball two other times.
2: I agree with you, hail mary. All right, hell Mary. But the tips they count in football.
3: That's that. Tips on. and overthrows got to get those. Absolutely. Yeah. But guess what? You didn't do anything to take that away from that person. The ball fell in your arm. But you said well, gift, however it goes. And we'll say I'm that saying, this it's w it's a, 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 a turnover. Man. And guess we what? A turnover. The a turnover. Nah, come on. won't we'll nah. go with that's that. That's being a fan. Turnover is a turnover. I mean, be that. Turnover so, is a turnover. But if somebody drops the ball and it falls in your arms, you didn't do anything to earn did, that. Where you know, does, the, it,
2: the, where does the, it go in the column? As an interception. It
1: does. And I said that a turnover is a turnover. And where does it go in in the the win line? Column and goes in the loss. You could have put you could have put little Heckman
3: that's
0: in that what, position in the ball. He would have caught about. that. I know. I, I don't, don't know. Hey, like, the think. only thing I will say is there. You know, guys in the past, past defenses, like I'm thinking about Xavier Woods, guys that had chances to make plays like that and couldn't seasons. do it, didn't come up with it. So at? like. Well, yeah, okay. There you okay.
3: Go. Different teams, right. but yeah, yeah that, you. That, that, <laughs> that's, that's, okay. that's you could have took over. a you could have take middle school student in, Ex- a, in, in a tip ball with a, he would have Ex- caught that. Accept
0: your gifts. Except Except your gifts and accept your gifts. Accept your gifts, and guess what? And
3: put them put them in a the stat sheet because guess what? No matter what, it was four turnovers, and you feel good. Even if it was just two turnovers, I would still be sitting here saying good freaking job defense because we have a actually we have a character on that side of the ball now. Those guys were flying around. Mm-hmm. They were rotating in and out. We talked about how are they going to cycle those guys through there. Linebackers were coming in and out like they were freaking defense alignment, right? So if we had a lot of positive things, but I'm saying take the turnovers, heck. But don't 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 say that you that you earned that, doggone that, that tip ball interception. It, it goes down as an interception. Absolutely it does, but you didn't do anything to earn that. Earn that's it. all I'm saying. It, it just it's ama- it amazes me how
2: the goalpost moves oh, when it comes down gosh. to what's a turnover, what's not, what's a win, what's I not, said what's an if, what's you don't a hear should. Me. I do hey, hear hey, you. Nah, no, no, nah, nah, no, nah,
3: you. Nah, you hear me, but you're not listening to me.
2: Yeah. Oh, God, that's a you great hear one. That is hear a great yeah, one. You can't hear Jimmy.
3: Heckman can't hear Jimmy. That's a white man can't jump reference for those that don't know what I'm talking about. You hear me, but you're not listening to me. I use that in my house, and I sleep on the
2: couch for at least a month. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Go ahead. You have a nice couch, though. Yeah, I it. do. But That's
1: crazy. We were going to talk Dak Prescott in this segment. We may as well. I'm going to push that back. I'm going to do that in the final segment. We're going to keep it at defense. And you mentioned the rotation. Cowboys defense on the field Thursday against the Buccaneers. How about the snap distribution from the linebackers? Micah Parsons, 51. Neil 50. Jalen Smith saw 16 snaps. Saw sixteen snaps. That's twenty-five percent of the snaps after playing ninety-five percent or more Mm. in the past. Leighton Esch saw fourteen snaps, twenty-two percent.
0: What do you you think about that? I didn't think it would be that like as much as Tom and and the Bucks (laughs) spread everybody out, I mean that's that's their sub package is is Ken O'Neill and and Micah Parsons. But I, I thought Thought Vander Esch might have more than fourteen snaps, yeah. I, but but they look they played their nickel, and that's that's what they had to do in this in this matchup. It might change more, but it may not because this is the way offenses play you. Correct. I mean, this is the way the league's going now.
3: Yeah. So yeah, they matched personnel. I mean, it, it, I would have never, I would have lost all my money if I would have bet that that's the, that would have been a distribution of playing time. Um, but you know, to the point, these guys, the personnel called for a certain call called for them to have a certain personnel, and if you would have put. You know, Vander Esch and, and Smith out there against some of the guys that we were facing last night, in more situations, it would have been more mismatches. So I think the coaches did the right thing. It's just, we just didn't expect that.
2: Yeah, Chris Collinsworth kept pointing out those sub packages as well and just saying that anytime that, that Jalen and Layton were on the field, that was their run heavy run down. Yep. Uh, defense. Yep. And so I think Tom actually noticed that as well and started getting backs out of the backfield. And, and you know, so those things, if, I guess as the game progressed, I kept saying to myself, "Look, Micah's doing a really good job in the running game, also. So if you're taking this guy out of the game because you think he's weak against the run, he's showing you otherwise. He was shooting the gap, doing a lot of great things. I think, look, for a rookie linebacker, if we're gonna grade him, you know, it's gonna be a B minus based off of where he mm-hmm. was in pass coverage. Uh, and a lot of people were pointing out that Micah looked like his head was spinning. And it's, that's Tom Brady. That's Tom Brady. Well, it's the NFL
1: uh, and not playing a game for a. Year year Also, and I mean, all of that, think of both and all of those that. Things.
2: But he, but I'm, I'm saying as far as just him sideline to yeah. sideline, his hustle, he's showing yeah, you he's that, it, that he is, he is he's a, a dog. dog. But at the same time, coverage wise, he's gonna have to clean that up. Kian yeah. O'Neill, and, and look, these guys are going against great, Gronkowski yeah, and some elite. one of the guys, one of the best tight ends yeah. in the game, but. You know, again, I think those matchups and where they were defensively. When you talk about Tank being man-to-man on Gronk in the in the goal line, <sighs> yes. you have to have inside protection for your defense once you get that close. And then when you may you go cover zero <laughs> down there, man, Tom made him. Tom is a coach on the
0: field, and he made him pay. You talking yeah. about the safety blitz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's um, not even yeah. cover yeah, zero you safety. Blitz. Address that later. Tom Tom's seen that a couple times in his career. I guess. How many
1: yeah. how yeah. many plays did those guys have again? One more time. So it was 51 for Parsons, 50 uh-huh. for Neal, 16 for Le- uh, Jalen Smith, and then 14 for Leighton Vander. So 16 and 14. The and Tampa Bay have 14 rushes.
0: <clears throat> yeah. There, yeah, it. and look, I mean, hmm. J- Jerron Curse gets 40 snaps in this game. You know, and so they they're playing kind of three safeties, kind of helping yep. with the tight ends, like you mentioned, OJ Howard and Gronkowski. It was it match personnel. That's what they what yeah. they had to do. It's what Dan Quinn said he was going to do this off season. He said, "Hey, we're going to play it like a
1: basketball yeah. team." I mean, yeah, we're going to have positions, and yeah, we're going to have starters, and, and stuff that's why like I was that. surprised
3: Israel McQuamo wasn't active. How did you got? How did mm-hmm.
1: you guys
2: feel? I mean, there, obviously there was so much drama in this game, but how did you feel overall about Dan Quinn's? The defense last night way better than, than
1: last year. Yeah, it was competitive, in, in my opinion. It was competitive. It was competitive. And I thought they flew around. I thought you have your guy at the cornerback spot. Yes, Trayvon Diggs is a dude. Yep. I mean, the way that he locked down Mike Evans was pretty fantastic. I mean, I I got to find the actual. Yeah, we, we're
3: not even line. talking about their best receiver. No.
1: No, well, I because mean, he you, wasn't a factor. Well, well, no. You, you <laughs> understand? You understand three receptions that receptions for twenty four years? We played
3: man.
2: You understand that Tom is going to play pin the tail on the donkey, right? He's going to find the weakest link, and that's Absolutely. what he did all the to- all game. Absolutely. Let's find. I'm going to take what you give me at mm-hmm. this point because I realize you know hey. Aiden's dad is over there locking down <laughs> Texas A&M guy. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, look, AB. And I'm talking about Antonio Brown, 116 yards after the first half. That's unacceptable.
3: That's unacceptable. It is unacceptable as a defensive coordinator. However, as a defensive coordinator, you told these guys and you've shown them we're going to play man. I don't care what or who our opponents are, I don't care what their personnel is. I'm going to depend on you to play man to man and I'm going to challenge you as a man to get in their grill and stick in their hip pocket. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. And that's what they did. So guess what? You took your best defensive back and you put them on their best receiver. Guess what? He did a heck of a job. But then guess what? Unfortunately, this team's number 2 receiver is really a number 1 receiver and our number 2 DB is not a number 1 DB. Right. So Antonio Brown versus uh, Antonio, I mean, sorry, uh, (laughs) Anthony Anthony Brown Brown. versus Jay Lou. I mean, Godwin versus Jay Lou. I mean, we talked about this. Their receivers are better than our DBs. Facts. And when you play, when you have that matchup and you decide to play man to man, you're going to give up. Plays and you say I'm going to take out your number one. Your number one DB stepped up and did that. Kudos to you. Great job, Diggs. Second year, you took out Mike freaking Evans. That's a heck of an accomplishment. But unfortunately, there we don't have another Trayvon Diggs on the other side, which is why we talked about how we should have made an investment into a big boy receiver that can go. Out, I mean, a big boy DB that can go out there and lock up the other side. We
1: didn't. We those, chose not to. Those don't grow on trees, though, and they we, don't grow on we, trees, we and, it, and it, it takes an investment. Yeah. You're right. We looked at the possibility, and there really wasn't a yeah. huge possibility. So, outside but, of the but,
0: draft,
3: but, but but to my point, we were talking about off the air. Name a defense that has a number two cornerback that can shut down AB. Exactly. I'll
0: wait. Oh, Chris well, Godwin, and, and Godwin's like a one
3: A receiver. That's what too, I'm saying. In my, in my these opinion, guys got three I mean, dogs out there. These aren't these yeah. aren't like okay receivers, like. These are number one receivers on any other team.
2: Yeah, and if they're that, and if they're that good, as, as good as you're saying that yeah. they are, obviously this is going to be a repeat year uh, for Tampa, <laughs> and these guys are going to get gold jackets at the. Because if you do one sixteen after the first half, and you're getting paid a salary to be it's, a DB in this league, coverage, there's bro. something wrong. Coverage or not, I'm saying if I pay you to do a job Mm-mm. and you're getting 116, you're getting baked at halftime. What's the adjust? What do you What do you do with that? Because because these same the guys technique? are coming. These same guys are are coming out of the tunnel for yeah, the second you're half. Yeah, absolutely
3: correct. But guess what? You get you're you you can not uh, What's What's the definition of <laughs> of of, of uh, crazy? Right? You're doing the same if, thing. If insanity, over doing the same thing over and over again. So, if you, guess what, if you keep stepping up to AB thinking that you're going to get your hands on him at the line of scrimmage, try again. If you think that you're going to come up to AB and just shade the inside because you think that you got the sideline as your help on this particular guy, man to man, try again. So I don't you're going to get torched every single time. So, guess what? You might want to play a little bit off. Maybe you might want to play cover one, your coach called cover one. Maybe I'm five yards off and I change up my alignment a little bit. Maybe I change it. Maybe I, maybe I flash my hands and act like I'm going to jam them up and just to hold them up for a hot second. You have to try different things. Guess what? He may not – his bag, like Kellen Moore winning his bag, guess what? A. Brown may not have – his bag isn't that deep. His bag's not that deep. Antonio Brown's been around for a minute. He's 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 he's, he's baptized many guys. Yeah, he's embarrassed act. many guys. And,
0: and I know. I mean, I know you called for this last week, but you know, look, Kelvin Joseph's on IR for two more weeks minimum. Mm-hmm. The other option is Mashaun. Maurice Kennedy, who's mm-hmm. mostly been a slot receiver. Or slot corner? Uh, I'm sorry, slot corner throughout training camp and preseason, and Nashawn Wright's a, a rookie. So, so if so, Nashawn
2: Wright gives up 116 in the up, first half, do you hey, say it's a rookie hey, or let's you say this. it's,
1: it's you say AB? This. Say it's AB. If
3: you come out, say we meet these guys in the playoffs. We meet them in the playoffs. You can't play man to man. You can't do the same thing and expect a better result just because it's later on in the season. Your personnel can't stop their personnel man to man. It's not going to
0: happen. That's the reality. That's why they're Regardless of what repeat. you're getting paid, Heckma. This was Reg- like this was like looking in the mirror, honestly. I, was, I, mean, yes, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's really the same things that that everybody says about the Cowboys every week like how are we going to game plan for these receivers? It's why Tampa, I mean, Tampa's got the same same matchup nightmares. That's what made this game so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's really the same the same Offenses in a lot of a lot of regards. The difference for Tampa is they've got more of a veteran defense with guys who can really get after you, and the Cowboys are are still developing that with Dan Quinn.
1: Absolutely. Even with Anthony Brown's five receptions for 121 and Chris Godwin's nine receptions for 105, they still were not the best receiver on the field. The best receiver on the got field. Shut down. What? No, I was, oh, talking, about I was Coop, talking about Amari Cooper. Yeah, Coop. Yeah, Coop ball. I'm talking about what yeah, Coop did Coop la- last night and the way that he played. C.D. Lamb had a couple drops, but he had a re- really nice night as well. How did the passing game look? I'll tease it again. We're going to talk about it. Don't you derail my segment next time, gentlemen. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys.
3: Hey, these boys can get paid whatever they want to. You can't match up against these cats, and that's why they won last year. That's,
0: that's, yeah, that's why Their defense played
3: well. And their offense
0: did what they did, and you got tight ends, and they got a good O line. Three I mean, tight ends. I mean, Brady got hit. Are twice. we in
3: the? Are we in the break? Okay. I hope so. If not, we still talking.
0: <laughs>
3: you know, so that's why they won. Okay. That's okay, why they we, won. We they had a, they had a defense that stepped up and played. Right, their defense yeah. stepped up and played, and their offense did what they did. They create mismatches all over the field. If play, play Yes, man, we did.
1: Final segment of a really fun edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. We've got Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, the great Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans, and Heckma's just (laughs) chomping at the bit today. As
0: usual, I love y'all's arguments carried into the break. You guys are always, like, both right. You're kind of saying the 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 same thing. thing, So calm down, Fido. I'm hearing an echo. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear it? It was a drop. It was calm, calm down, down, Fido. Fight <laughs> <He just> <laughs> down. <laughs> Chris
1: Beam! <laughs> he just used Hecma's drop yeah. against Hecma. Love Chris, you ain't right, man. <laughs> 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 Chris oh, well. is running on two hours of sleep. So, by the way, a huge shout-out to Chris Beam. Heck that yeah. dude got home last night at 4 a.m., and he Jeez. was back up here by 6. That's why he makes the big bucks. You're the man, CB. Back up here Jeez, by 6. He's so, legend. He is a legend. So we want to give the props to, to Chris Beam and everybody who showed up to work this morning and and are joining us early in the morning on Talking Cowboys. Let's talk Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. 42 of 58, ties a career high in passing attempts, 403 yards, three touchdowns, the one interception that ironically might have been the best throw of the night that he had. I mean, he put it on the money into triple coverage right in the middle of the hands for CeeDee Lamb, went off his hands and then was intercepted uh, subsequently, but... Uh, a good night statistically for Dak Prescott Rob, what did you see from him in his first game in over 11 months?
0: I, I can't express really how impressed I was with it because it's not just the numbers and and yeah, I mean I know y'all mentioned that maybe there's some some plays early in the game where he was still kind of feeling a rhythm or trying to get into a rhythm. Um, but you just think about how long he missed and how much time he missed in training camp. And he goes out there against that quality of a defense mm-hmm. and is just kind of unfazed. You know, the touchdown, I think it was the first touchdown pass to Amari. Bad snap by Tyler B. Yep. No big deal. You know, pick it up and let's go. And even, you know, he he wasn't uh, wary of running. You know, they used him a little bit in the red zone with some, with some zone read Reed stuff option. like they've done in the past. Um, I, that's a top five Dak Prescott performance. That I've seen in his career, and I need to go back and watch the game. It might be higher just because of the, because of the the team that he was facing, where he's been. Um, really, really impressed, Isaiah. Yeah, I think I mean
3: overall in 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 his entirety, I believe that Dak had a had a good game. I really do think that he had a good mm-hmm. game. He came in, he battled. Um, he he was made uncomfortable, and, and and being uncomfortable, he still found a way to make plays. He, we all know that he didn't want to run the ball. We knew that Dak didn't want anything to do with it having to get out the pocket and run, but guess what? He did it because it was necessary. We knew that Dak didn't want guys jumping around his ankle, right, and, and coming in on his knees. But guess what? He still stood in the pocket and delivered the ball. Now, in the first half, I will be the first one to say that he was not Dak in the first half. I think and he, and he, I think he was in his own head in terms of what he was able to do. His the velocity on the ball. I don't care all you, could, all the fans and everybody else can curse me out all they want to. The velocity was not there. Balls would, were dying out, and I, again, this is a very analytical quarterback perspective that I have. Yeah, here. see, I don't balls, see that. Yeah, but you so, played yeah. the position. Balls so. were dying so. out, right? Comebacks, the balls were, were not on the right location. Fade routes, the balls were in the wrong, you know, wrong shoulder. There was a lot of things like that that most people don't see that I saw. In the second half, he was thinking more about the game situation. The game situation changed, mm-hmm. right? It was a lot more intense. So, guess where his focus was. It was on moving these chains. It was on these other things. Not to say that he wasn't thinking about those things in the first half. Don't take that, literal. But he was more focused on the game situation. So the last thing he was thinking about was what? His shoulder. Last thing he was thinking about was his ankle. I don't think he was really, ever, ever really bothered by his ankle. I think the ankle, ankle bothered yeah. him at all. But I, think, but I think in the first half, the shoulder was in his head. And I think his, his velocity, his accuracy, some of those things in that first half, I think he wished he had some of those passes back. But – we saw that velocity change. And you can go back and watch the timeline of the game. As the game progressed, as you go into the second half, that that thing had some sting on it, right? He was driving the ball into holes. He was making passes that you were like, ooh, first half, he that ball wouldn't even have had a chance. So it changed, and he became better as the game progressed. So kudos to Dak. Overall, heck of a game, heck of a battle. Time that he had off, all that stuff. The opponent, absolutely. Great job, Dak.
2: I don't want to cuss you out on behalf of the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, on behalf but, of Heckman, though? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I just feel like, you know, Dak came out, and, and Tom Brady, too. I think both of them showed rust in that first quarter. Uh, but I thought Dak, he, he was a whole dog in the first half. He found open receivers. He, you're talking about location, and you're also talking about mechanics. Mm-hmm. And I think those naturally are things that – quarterbacks in their first quarter are, are going to struggle with. It may be 334 days away from playing football, that's the byproduct of it. I can go with that. But mm-hmm. I think as far as just his the mental aspect of his game, I saw no slippage in that. Mm-hmm. I in the rust that we were expecting to see, I didn't see a whole lot of it because he capped off the drive with the touchdown and you saw him do all the things that you were wondering could mm-hmm. he do. After he got hurt against the Giants. I think he answered those questions for you right off the bat. Um, second half, again, he made all the quality reads. Look, Todd Bowles threw a lot at Dak. Mm-hmm. He wanted to test him out early. Yeah. And I know I'm like everybody else out there that when Dak was pressured in the in the pocket, you're like, Oh, get out of here. you know, get your legs out. You know, guys holding on to him. I just feel like mentally he showed that he man, that's one tough. Son Mm -hmm. of a gun. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. him to go out and play the way that he did with that gruesome ankle injury, not really in his head, and... Play, and you say he didn't want to run. He ran four times yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So he did it when he needed to, and it wasn't was like it. he took it out of his repertoire, yeah. like you would have seen, like Alex Smith and for the Washington football team out there. He had his mm-hmm. injury, injury which was both gruesome. But again, he didn't want no smoke. He didn't want to get out there and get out in the open field. But Dak just showed you yeah. that he still has it, and and I love this game. I, I love the way that he battled back. Uh, I loved everything about what
1: Dak I did. I thought yeah. mentally it was one of the best performances I've seen from Agreed. a quarterback. Because you think about everything that he went through this offseason. You think about the ankle and then turn around the first pad of practice. He comes out. He's got a shoulder injury. I, I'm with Isaiah, and I had a great conversation last night on Twitter. And, and by conversation, I mean I was pretty berated by <laughs> – Uh, by by a couple fans who who had great points, and I completely agree. But I saw the same thing in the first half. The ball was dying out. The velocity wasn't there. In the second half, he was able to just rely on coming back. Mm -hmm. He had to just play football (laughs) again. And it was an opportunity to do that. And I thought Kellen Moore (laughs) called a hell of a game. To be able to keep it underneath that Tampa Bay defense, whether that was because the the defensive line in the front seven was getting pressure, or whether that was just the fact that he couldn't press the ball down the field. But I'll just I'll tell you these stats. I looked this up because of the conversation. Dak Prescott last night threw six balls beyond twenty yards, which is a significant drop off of a percentage of his throws that were beyond twenty yards. Out in those those or excuse me, it was seven throws. In those seven throws, he went two for seven with that touchdown on the right side to Amari Cooper. And he had the interception, which was actually a really good throw over the middle that was dropped by C.D. Lamb. Just 16 of his 58 pass attempts last night went more than 10 yards down the field. And in those 16 balls, he was 50%, which is a a thing where 10 to 19 yards, as he's had in the past, according to to next-gen stats, he's usually right up around 67%. He was at 50% last night and included uh, uh, not as many pass attempts there as you would normally see. I, I, I don't know if that's the case because of the line, and you were just trying to get the football out quickly. However, I just think there might be a bit of a timidness from Dak Prescott in this offense to really stretch the field
0: because we didn't see it at all last night. Some of it's the pressure, too. I mean, you got to get it rid of the ball. It could be either and, one. And some of it was by design. Like I mentioned, some of that stuff, I mean, they were kind of using the, the short passing game to kind of function as a surrogate running game <laughs> where you're not. <clears throat> running into the defensive front and, sure. you're, and you're stretching them out. I think that was sort of what they were doing game plan-wise. And I liked what Drew B. said at halftime. He said, you know, they're, the Cowboys have a good game plan. They're keeping them off balance. Mm-hmm. Just be patient. And that was the one thing for me, the, the interception. Good throw, I mean, in terms of the velocity on it, but it was a it was an aggressive throw. And it felt like he was pressing there where he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But if you noticed late in the game, it seemed like, the and I need to watch it again, but it looked like the Bucks kind of blitzed less and just went with front four. Some of that's Villavea just pushing the pocket. Just being a dog. But some of that, too, is is Todd Bowles saying, you know, he's he's dealing tonight. And, right. and we're, we're trying to get home with a blitz, and it's not working because he's busting it. Yeah. I thought he was tremendous overall.
2: Taking what the defense gives you, and I think he played smart. And he was very resourceful in that way, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think in your first game back you have to be, especially knowing the kind of de- the caliber of the defense that you're up against. The one throw to CD Lamb, if that was considered a gamble, I'll go with that. But it hit CD in the hands, and that's a catch you got to come down yep, with, yep. even when you're in double coverage. And I think CD even alluded to that after the game that look, like, you got to catch that, you got to come down with balls that hit you in the hands. And and I think that you know, I don't think that they came out with a conservative game plan. They just came out with a great game plan of look. man. Everything that they give us, we're going to try and exploit. And I I felt like Dak did a really good job of doing that and not pressing when he didn't have to. Uh, And and there were plenty of times in in this game where he could have made that mental error Mm -hmm. by trying to press. He didn't. And that's a veteran move. He Mm -hmm. also did other things by changing up his cadence and making those guys jump off sides, recognizing coverage, looking off safeties, doing the great things and finding the man-to-man situation on his offense. So you got to give the goals and Smelly Sticker, the number four
1: uh, for that as well. He deserves all of that. He really does. It was a fantastic performance. And, and last night, I think it was more of the characteristics limit on Twitter that kind of got me in trouble because if I could have put the word early, in my initial tweet, it would have yeah, it would have been that stayed my, with you from last night. Oh, didn't it did. Yeah, no, I didn't sleep a whole lot last night because I was thinking about it. No, I, I slept fine. The it was the the first half that that kind of concerned me a little yeah. bit. It was the second half that made me feel a lot better about it. We're gonna see going into this week how he looks against the the Los Angeles Chargers because there's not gonna be nearly as much as much pressure. From an entire front seven. I mean, Bosa's going to get after him. I mean, there's going to be some some guys getting after him as well. But I want to see what the play calling looks like. Will they stretch the field? Will he be able to throw a downfield with the shoulder injury? Or, like Isaiah said previously, is this going to be something that lingers? And that's not something I want to think about uh, in terms of Dak Prescott. Because he put up the stats... But the eye test was was a little shaky in the first half. Second half was much better moving on. But that's going to do it for us here on Talking Cowboys presented by Tostito. So glad you've been with us here over the last 45 minutes. We're going to be back on Monday. We're going to continue breaking it down. We may even take some calls on Monday. I think Mm. we will take some calls. How about that? Let's hear from Cowboys Nation when we come back 9 a.m. Central Time Monday morning. For Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, and our MVP Chris Beam in the back running on two hours of sleep. I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you next time on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!